Welcome back to Descent into Darkness, Season 3, Episode 14. Could be the final episode. Our investigators are in the middle of summoning and hopefully binding Jin. Hopefully you're not planning to make any deals on the side, Mr. Monroe. But that's the setup for the scene. Before we get back into it, let's get an introduction from our investigators. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Detective Jack Glover. And I've also been playing too much Mountain Blade, so <laughs> I can only think about heavy cavalry and charging, so I apologize. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm playing Dr. Wallace Andrews, and right now I'm focused solely on this chant, which must go something like, Burr, it's cold in here. There must be a gin in the atmosphere. No. <laughs> but in Latin. Uh. And I'm Justin, playing Lance Monroe, and honestly, I don't know why you're more worried about me, because Whitmire is the one that's done most of the double-crossing so far. Yeah, it could be any of you, I suppose. And I'm John, playing James Whitmire, and if I get the opportunity, I will gladly make a deal with the djinn. Alright, so we are in the the circle chanting, Jack Glover just failed a listen roll, you did not hear what could be heard. Something I had failed to mention since you've been out here, Mr. Monroe, because it always escaped my mind, is that you do, you know, maybe it comes to the fore, you feel that buzzing at your temples like an oncoming headache to signal that you are, in fact, on a holy site or along a sacred line. I had skipped over that detail a few times, but it's there now. You Maybe you were okay. too focused on the preparations to really notice it at first. Of course, the rest of you feel that too, but you are not as attuned to seeking that out as Mr. Monroe was. I I think we knew about it. You've just been skipping the description of it. Yeah, Yeah. so I just want to get that out there. uh, It seems to be growing as the ceremony progresses, but uh, let's go through another round of chants here, beginning with the good Dr. Call. I'll go ahead and roll him out. John, you can focus okay. on playing Whitmire to the best of his ability. What what were we rolling in here? Power? Power or, or constitution, okay. whichever you prefer. So he has a, an extreme success there, which means he invests two magic points into the ceremony. All right, Whitmire, you going to continue your chant? Yes, but uh, now I'm distracted thinking about making <laughs> a deal with this gen. Now, remember, you can push or use luck if you wish. Yeah, I've got a a pretty good chunk of luck. I'll use 11. Okay. Okay, Dr. Andrews, are you going to continue chanting? Yep, I sure am. 
power or constitution, your choice. <laughs> Can I push it? Yeah. Huh? You've been waiting for this <laughs> moment. Hard <laughs> success. Oh, lucky. I deduct a magic point there, and one more goes into the pool. I'll be keeping my magic points, thank you. Uh, all right, so, um, Glover, you're the most aware of it, but you hear another uh, crunch there at the back door. Something is battering at it, you would think. It would be your, your judgment call on it. The rest of you are distantly aware of this but it's not distracting you or anything. You're more, more focused on the ritual at hand. Now, for the most part, I'm just not supposed to go into the inner circle, right? Yeah. I wonder if I should open the door. I wasn't told to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you hear like a crunch of wood and uh, the squeal of, you think, maybe like a nail kind of coming free from another board, right? You know how if you pry one out, it'll sometimes make a screech. Like mm -hmm. a... You hear that, right. and a crunch of wood, and it's your turn, Jack Glover. I guess what I'll... How's the incense doing? Uh, it's uh, It's got a couple rounds left. I can't... Oh, so there it is. All right, I think last turn I was preparing to uh, do the increase, so I will draw my gun, and I'll put it on the floor next to the incense. Okay. What's it called? Uh, sensor. Sensor, yeah. And that'll be my turn. All right, you could get you could ready your weapon in if you want to try to in, um, stoke the or add more incense. You can do it all in the same action. Okay. Uh, what was it? Was it one d ten rounds? Yeah. Okay. And if you roll less, then it it doesn't increase. Yeah. No, nope, rolled less, so oh. this is just going out. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you're not sure what that particular sprig of sage, or if you guys had ground it up at all. You know, when you threw it in there, it just kind of. Doesn't put it out, but it doesn't help the situation at all. So, like, do I essentially have unlimited? Basically, okay. So, I mean, we might get to a point where I might start calling for luck rolls to determine how much was prepared. Well, I'm just but... wondering if, like, this unit of sage has been destroyed. Yeah. No, we're or... not tracking it really that way. Only if it becomes uh, dramatically important for you guys to run out of sage. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, I'll yeah, I put some more sage on, and it just doesn't catch the coal that's already there. I guess. Right. All right, Lance, so it's your turn to chant. So you've had the, this effect of being pulled into focus has increased as the chant's gone on, particularly after the djinn arrived, because you guys had chanted for a little while and did preparations before he, uh, it was even there. But now you're being pulled more and more into this focus. But when you do look at, like I said, that TV in the other room that's playing what's going on in the cabin, you can see... There's a window from your perspective, and when you look out that window, that's sort of a uh, like a, a wheeling vista of stars. It's almost like you're being pulled elsewhere, which kind of runs in, in relation, or elsewhere is being pulled towards you, which kind of runs along with some of your grandfather's ramblings, but you may go ahead and chant. And a little bit similar to like when I summoned the Dimensioner right. Shambler. All right. Okay, that's one magic point deducted from your total and added to the pool. Where is the pool? It's on the combat tracker, the turn order. It says yeah. magic invested. You guys are up to 20 so far. Well, I'll throw in another 10. <laughs> no. This was our third round doing this? Uh, <laughs> Yes, almost fourth. Okay. Because I hadn't been deducting magic points in oh, all successes. Yeah, if you guys 
succeed, then it costs one magic point. If you get an extreme success, it costs you two magic points. If you get a critical, it'll cost you five. And if you run out of magic points and you're still chanting, then it starts coming out of your hit points and and whatnot. Uh, So, again, all of you guys are distantly aware of this sound that I'm going to describe, which is you hear a woman sort of weeping in distress and crying out for help coming from the beyond the eastern window there. And Jack, you being in the moment are very aware of it, but the sound sounds like it's approaching, getting closer to the house. But just glancing out the window, you can't really see anything out there. Okay, on to the next round. So yes, the incense is in danger of going out. Okay, let's see how it Dr. Call does. Good old Dr. Call. We need to invite him more often. He's a very dependable <laughs> fellow. Yeah. I think it's the dude who is uh, being an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys do see, for those that care to look at him, sort of a, a growing excitement coming across his Eager puppy features. Anticipation. Yeah. Sort of a smile at the corner of his lips. All right. This is the first time I've felt alive since the death of my wife. <laughs> Perhaps even before then. Uh, uh, yes, she <laughs> never did like going over certain speeds in the car, but <laughs> nothing beats the speed of summoning a demon. <laughs> I've extremely succeeded. Ooh. Good old Whitmire. So that cost you two magic points. Is Whitmire armed? Mm-hmm. I think he has his okay. 1911, yeah. Oh, it's a pistol on. Um, we're safe then. Right. <laughs> but that is going to be probably dangerous coming up. Okay, Dr. Andrews, back around to you. Your chant continues. And again, same with you, Whitmire. You're getting this effect as when you look out the window while you're in this focus state. You're not really seeing what you had seen at the beginning of all this out the window. You're seeing something else. And in your case, you're thinking of your experiences, your discussions with other scientists, your discussions with the young Charlie Murphy. Mm. about alternate dimensions, that sort of thing. And you get this sense of your place and some other being drawn together, but you have no understanding of the direction that that's occurring, but you may make your power roll. Did I also hear the woman? Yeah, you guys, you, yeah. you, uh, you're you not reacting to it. Like it, it doesn't give you an emotional response or anything like that, but you are aware of it. You can opt to do something else if you wish. No, I'll, I'll continue my chant. Okay. Hard artichokes rarely keep Norwegian elephants sing for sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Success. Well done. That's one magic? Yes. Dude, you, you're messing around with all those uh, odd limericks or whatever now. Just mm-hmm. wait till he actually has you chanting <laughs> or otherwise you'd, your character death or something. He'll do it. Uh, all right. Again, you hear a terrific crunch at the northern door you hear a chunk as something heavy is um hits the ground outside mm-hmm. your turn jack all right i'll bust out the matches or lighter whatever i use to light my cigar okay and i'll try to stoke this incense that i put in there again hopefully get a couple more turns out of it got seven nice move it up to eight so you can also move. So uh, movement is technically your movement rate in squares or yards, basically. So you can still do movement if you wish at this point. Uh, if you want to move more than that, then that's basically your action. You're sprinting around, right? Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Well, just looking at that sage, seeing that it seems to be fairly stoked up right now, I'll yeah. 
pick up my gun and I'll face out of, of the, the circle. circle. Okay. Yeah. Getting ready for anything that might be coming in that I guess anything that I I actually don't know anything about this. So yeah, I'll just be <laughs> ready in. Ready in. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so those who wish to drop their focus and Jack Glover may make a listen or spot hidden rule. Mm, listen. Nope. I'm all about the business. Barely. Okay. Hey, with that, that wouldn't have succeeded without your skill mm-hmm. increase. Nice. <laughs> a very timely increase. Yeah. So you, because you're, you're obviously facing towards this sound you're hearing at the north door, but from behind you, you hear this rattle and, and clinking of metal, like something is shaking. So assuming your attention is drawn, when you look over to that stove on the east wall, you see there's a pipe that goes up and connects to the outside. It's like shaking a little bit rhythmically, right? Make of that what you will. Hmm. Mr. Monroe. Roll into power. Success. Nice. One magic. Up we go. We're down to 13. It always makes me somewhat sad when I see a 90 get thrown out there and, or like the base. And it's like, why isn't this? Come on. <laughs> Set that hard success a bit higher up, people. <laughs> yeah, I was one away from a hard, but quite a ways away from extreme. Yeah. But I mean, it's understandable, you know, if you're going up against something with like a 500. Yeah. Might as well keep it as low as it can be. So from below the window, the eastern window, that woman you've been hearing crying, asking for help, you now figure she's right underneath that window, but whoever she is, she's crawling, but she's just like, please, somebody help me. I'm hurt. Please. I see the lights. Okay. All right, Detective Glover. So you have all these things pulling you one way or the other you hear the northern door something going on there you hear a woman crying out of the eastern window but most alarmingly you begin to hear the ticking of a grandfather clock no (laughs) all right let's see how dr call does with his power or constitution rule his power is not so good good old dr call surprisingly (laughs) reliable with that this ever widening grin if he keeps smiling like this, it's going to be worth the sanity roll. If he keeps <laughs> smiling like this, I think he's going to be the next boss that we got to worry <laughs> right. about. That's what's actually going to happen here. Mm-hmm. He's going to bind it and become the next. All right, Whitmire, your focus is drawn to a needle point. Much of your surroundings don't matter, except for this journey or this joining of different phases into one so that you can contend with this gin. Go ahead and give us your power roll. Succeeded. Nice. nice. Dr. Andrews. All right. Yeah, I'll continue my chant. I'll say, I am the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> I have information, animal, vegetable, mineral. In Latin, though. <laughs> oh. Can I use luck? Didn't I use luck on this? You can luck or engine? push. Can I push, and if I fail, then use luck? Uh, no. One or the other. Yeah, I'll use luck. Exemplar moderus generalis <laughs> moderium sum. Okay, that costs you one magic point. Okay. Adds one to the pool. So that northern door bursts open. Now it, it opens inside, so you just see it sort of like the the where it was latched. It shatters, and then the door kind of whips back and forth. I'm not sure if you can see what's standing there. 
or not? Mm, I'm not seeing anything right now. What about now? Mm, no. All right. Well, that doesn't matter because grizzly the, bear. The, they use a grizzly bear for the black bear, but these are okay. British Wait, people we're talking about. Those are two different bears. Right. That's to- totally. <laughs> Anyhow, so this ticking sound, uh, since I first described it to you, has been going growing louder and louder and louder. It's actually kind of making it difficult for you to hear what else is going on in here until you hear your grandfather's voice just come out of everywhere at once and he says uh he says recite your verses jack boy psalms 11 6 upon thy wicked he shall rain fire and brimstone and a horrible tempest this shall be thy portion of the cup and this brings you back to your uh uh, you're disciplining at his hands when you were a young man. Some might call it abuse even. But it's enough because of your particular phobia to be worth a sanity roll. Nope. <laughs> For San. Grandpa sanity loss. Am I insane? No. No. You can lose ten, so you can lose two more. All right. But on a failed sanity roll, you do take an involuntary action for your turn, which is to freeze in place. Okay. So you, I, yeah, you can, could you can describe how that occurs. Uh, it, I guess I wouldn't be freezing. I guess it's yeah. depend, but uh, I'll kind of just take the palms of my hands and kind of like push them into my eyes, like not like violently, but you know, okay. like trying to shut out something, rub them, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and I'll just kind of be doing that. <laughs> okay. All right. Meanwhile, the the pipe connecting that stove to the outside keeps shaking and then you hear something heavy sort of thud into the what is it what do you call the inside of a of a stove i don't know inside somewhere inside you hear like a metal hollow bang as something heavy enough to make it drops into it mr monroe you're distantly aware of that what are you going to do still focused okay that's one magic point Chamber inside a stove where actual combustion takes place. Firebox? I'm not sure if that's the correct thing. Okay. So the woman ceases her shrieking outside of the window, but then she stands up and presses her face against the window. And if anybody... Well, you guys are aware of it, but you see this. Now, because of your unique focus... She's kind of clawing at the window there. Uh, You guys don't take the sand hit yet. If something distracts you and you break out of that, then you will. That's not true for you, Jack Glover, but right now you're not really looking at anything because you're reacting to what had just occurred to you. So, so far, all of you are are safe from taking the sand loss for that. But you just see this corpse face peering in through the window asking each of you, why won't any of you help me? Because you're ugly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it looks like Firebox is the okay. place where... Yeah, so you hear that hollow metal bang as something drops into the Firebox. Hold on a sec here. Got to make a sanity roll for Dr. Call. So you see that smile kind of drop from his face a little bit. <laughs> He's such a good roller. Extreme and he has a high six. sanity. We'll need to bring that down a little bit. Yeah, let's get to work. <laughs> We're working on it. He just lost one. He'll have to be our new Lamar. But he might lose more. No, Lamar is our Lamar. <laughs> Never forget it. <laughs> he may have fled permanently after this last one. Nothing a scrying attempt and uh, 
So you see, uh, you see a troubled look come over his face, and he looks around at each of you. It's like he's become aware of his surroundings. He looks at the window and has to face that one, which he does again. <laughs> but you hear him, you know, you hear him utter, "Dear God!" as he's looking around. Whitmire, your turn. So lady popped up and in the window, and she's asking for help. She's now. And we're still supposed to be chanting, asking you. If you want, you can do other things. Uh, you um, kind of have the indication from Mr. Monroe's reading of it that apparently you can stop the chanting to do certain things. So, like, brief breaks won't ruin the whole affair, if that makes sense. I'll just uh, think to myself, can't she see that we're summoning a djinn as I continue <laughs> to chant? <laughs> Extreme success. Ooh. That's two magic points out of your pool. Okay. Dr. Andrews, again, these things are happening on a television, which is not a good description for somebody of your era, but it's like they're being described to you on a radio play. Mm -hmm. oh, also, you you uh, know they, they're happening. You know that something's moving around in the stove. You know there's a woman with a corpse face at the window pleading with you. Yeah, so um, we knew that the djinn would or other spirits would try to be tricky. But that stove concerns me. Is, did we put in a, any sort of marking on it? Not that I heard. You caught the fireplace, though. Yeah. Okay. So I'll stop my chanting, and I'll go over and start scrawling a mark on that stove. And like okay. Lock it or, you know, keep it pressed closed and scrawl a mark on it. Yeah, you can see it has, you know, sort of a metal... Not even really great, because once you close that all the way, it's like all the way closed, which it currently is. But give me a luck roll to see if the latch is intact after all these years. Success. Okay, so yeah, you can clasp it <clears throat> and begin to scrawl the mark on there. Okay. Now, to do that, it does drop you out of this intense focus that was protecting you. And you realize, you see the woman at the window who is a corpse. She is somehow risen, but you see a connection to the djinn in the sense that you see that wound on her chest where the removal of the heart oh, had occurred. Okay. Her blouse is torn open, mm -hmm. and she's a few days old, and she's pleading with you at the window, so that is worth a sanity roll. What Would my immunity to sanity loss resulting from viewing a corpse or gross injury come in play here? No, it's... Because corpses um, are not moving. Yeah, this you might have some from dealing with I forget his name now, at the Church of Contemplation. We'll look at it if you lose any, or depending on how much you lose, because you do get used to it. So you lost some sanity, I think, or maybe Whitmire did yeah. when you were uh, communing with that guy. Mm -hmm. So you might not lose as much as you ordinarily would. Okay. Oh, I got a stream success. Okay, so that's only worth one point of sanity loss, but go ahead and if you look at your character sheet on the notes section of it, you should have a record of sanity loss. Uh, if you see any anything in there where you lost, uh, well, here, I'll just open your notes and take a look at it. The bio and info, there we go. Okay, so when you lost one sanity upon witnessing a corpse reanimate with blazing sickly yellow eyes, where you have like a one slash eight, that's how much sanity you've lost to that occurrence so far. So now you would be two slash eight, eight being the max you could possibly lose to that event. Now, every time you have an investigator development phase, that immunity or the amount that you've lost 
drops back down by one. Okay. So all these things I go through and I take one off. You know, like in uh, John's case where he, his character, Whitmire, lost the max sanity for seeing the black man, it's going to be a while before it really hits him the same way again. Gotcha. Okay. So what you're saying is we need to phobia or uh, sand loss max. Right. <laughs> but you uh, you still do lose the sanity, of course. But it was a successful roll, so you're not, you don't, you don't take an involuntary action or anything. But, um, yeah, so, Jack, you got your wits about you back, no longer frozen. All right. What are you going to do? Um, that northern door burst open, so I'm going to ready my gun and point it that direction. Okay. Give a quick fleeting glance down at that incense, make sure it's still going strong. Yeah, it does seem to be. So as you ready your gun, you see this bare lope in there, and you can see it's partially rotted. You can see the wound on its chest from where its heart was removed. It's not a grizzly bear like the picture in front. It's just a black bear. But uh, anyhow, it lopes into the room and kind of looks about, and you get a sense like it's uh, sort of smiling at what it sees in here. But since you readied that, you can... Uh, you can fire or do some other action. Yeah, let's try to pop it. Okay. I will remind you that my bullets are lead and thus unalloyed. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sorry. Is it point blank? No, you have to be within your one-fifth decks and feet, and he's about five yards away from you where he came in. All right. Uh, so I'll pop him once, see Good. if I can get him to run. Come on. Hmm. I can't push the... The shot, but you can use luck if you wanted to dump it into. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Got you a little ammo counter here. All right. So you do feel something as you're scrawling that's that sign, the ward on the stove. You know, try to like push at the the opening, but since you have it latched, you know it's not going to get through that. And particularly since you're right there, but you do feel that something living or at least animated is moving around in there. Okay. But Lance, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm hyper focused on our objective. Uh, yeah, on this whole uh, ritual. So, no distractions. I'll use luck for that. Okay. Yeah, well, pretty close. Yeah. You don't want to push it. I was considering, but given some of the other rolls we're throwing out there right now, I don't, <laughs> don't really want to. You might need that <clears throat> luck later. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay losing that four. That that brings me down to 50, but... All right, so the woman at the window dips down for a second. 50. She comes up with a uh, branch, like a long branch, and she takes the pointy end of it, and she starts prying at something above the window, like like um, just jabbing it in there, trying to do something. She's trying to wipe out the ward. Mm-hmm. Good thing she's got zombie fingers. Oh, man. Yeah, she goes to use the stick, and it just slips yeah. right out. Yeah, the skin just comes off of the palms of her hands. Serves her right for dying and coming back in an unnatural state. All right, you feel the presence of the gin on top of the roof depart for a minute, and uh, like it leaves the house, that sense of an approaching storm. Um, give me a luck roll, Whitmire. Let's, let's see if it's in today. Mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so you hear this uh, twisting sound of metal, like screeching, 
uh, from one of the cars parked out front. Oh, Jimmy, your car. <laughs> it's okay. It's just full of mafia corpses <laughs> now. So, Well, now those mafia corpses are going to be coming after yeah, us. Yeah, it's going for the bodies. Oh, it could twist them together with the car and create a an odd transformer. <laughs> All right, Dr. That Cole's constitution rule. Ooh, got what he needed. I don't see what the problem is, my fellow <laughs> gentleman. You have a, a well-rested mind, as I do. <laughs> None of this is too disturbing. All right, Whitmire. One mustn't neglect a hearty breakfast as well. <laughs> Steak and All eggs. right. Oh. Continue the chant. Succeeded. Nice. Okay, one yes. magic point. Dr. Call is almost... Where, where is this counter at? It's on the turn order. You guys are up to 33 so far. All right, over to you, Dr. Andrews. You have finished scrawling on that. Okay. And it's latched as well. You can rejoin the circle or do something else. Yeah, so I'll scoop up my shotgun and um, move over and... uh, Slide that window open so I can blow the corpse's head off <laughs> okay. before she scrapes out that ward. Yeah. You see that there's kind of like a blindness, uh, or at least she's not concerned with you or doesn't see what you're doing mm-hmm. on the other side of the window, right? Yeah. But at that range, if you're right by the window, you have a bonus die for close range, point blank range. Okay. So go ahead and roll it out. Asking for short. Okay, short. Yeah, it'll ask it twice for some reason. I haven't figured out why it does it, but... Oh. Nice. Extreme success. Good do a, lord. Do a hit location on that for me. Oh, right. How do I do that? Uh, well, if you have your token selected up in the top left corner, you should see a few macros dodge fighting back hit location. Yeah, I got my abdomen. <laughs> yeah. That's Latin for <laughs> middle. Is that got him he in just the middle. puts it right in the hole where <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so enough she, to cut it in half. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does a lot of damage to her, and uh, yeah, I like that. Let's, I mean, probably not, but let's go with it. And it actually cuts her in half, uh, saws her in half, and you know her legs stay there and her top half falls back. But you, she, you can see she's still up, like still moving about. Um, yeah, but like. She that would make it much more difficult for her to try to remove to reach the ward. Yeah. yeah, that's the goal. So Yeah, so instead she just sort of starts, you know, screaming at uh, each of you, or at the situation, I suppose. Um, so this bear that had been grinning as it came in sort of looks at the, at the situation, looks at the fire burning over there in the fireplace, and uh, it starts, like, Glover's the one who's most paying attention. It's almost like it's... Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Glover? Right? Like, if it could say that. But it starts just pie, like lazily pieing the coals and stuff out of the <laughs> fireplace on the floor. So let's have a group luck roll. Whoever has the lowest luck roll can roll that out for me. You've got a 48, um, 56, 51. 52. Looks like it's you, Whitmire. Extreme success. Oh, nice. But none of them are taking, taking yet, which brings us to you, Glover. Hmm. Well... Uh, Shows how focused I was I didn't even realize the bear got in the house <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll uh, I might have shot the bear instead <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh, I think I'll uh, Man I think I'll walk up to Within point blank range And 
okay. put two in it, hopefully. So if for you, I think if you're within two yards, you should be good. Okay. Uh, how was it? Movement six? I don't know if I can yeah, do it. Yeah, you can it. get right up to it. You can, I think it's what one? Yeah, it's like four or five to get within point blank for you. All right. So first shot, second shot. All right. So I got one hit. Okay. Just the two shots. You can do three for the same Penalty. mechanical cost. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> Man, I think that might just be bear getting hit and it not. <laughs> yeah, that's actually most of what it is. They have a big, you know, a nice thick hide with a a nice layer of fat. So it just it just absorbs the damage that you're doing as far as you can tell. And that's if it were living, it would react to the pain, but this thing is clearly not living, so you're shooting dead meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean you can't do damage to it, it's just what you shot out then didn't really um affect it in the way that Brandon was able to affect the um, woman. And then I, I, I'm i going to figure I heard the shotgun go off. Yeah. yeah. So I'll kind of look back over that way and <laughs> yeah, you know, bring that gun over this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's some raging uh, thrashing about from within that stove as whatever is in there realizes it's trapped, which brings us to Monroe, the height of focus. Yeah, I'm figuring that the only way to stop all this other stuff is to get to a point in the ritual where we actually bring the gin in. Hmm. So I'm going to be yeah, hyper-focused on it. Let's see. <clears throat> Could I buy an extreme? You can. Let's see. What what would extreme be for? Careful. He's been asking for them luck rolls. <laughs> extreme is one-fifth, right? Yep. So that would be... Uh, 17 for you? 18. 18. 18, so 6, yeah, I'll, I'll drop down to 48 luck and buy an extreme, which takes two magic points, so it takes me down to 9. How many <clears throat> do you have? 18. Dang. Yeah, he was built for this sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, the woman continues her her crying, just making noise, insane babblings at this point. It seems that as though she's launched into a language that you don't understand, but bears some resemblance to the curses spoken by the djinn when he first arrived. The incense is still burning strong. All right, so, Dr. Andrews, one of the things you talked about with Charlie Murphy is, like, what is, what makes up these other dimensions? Maybe it's like when you zigged instead of zagged at one point in your life, maybe... Something is peeled off, and there's a new dimension that represents where that choice was the choice that was made. That's one way to look at it. But he illuminated you to a higher plane than that. It can be where the it's not just about the choices that occur. It's not about variations of what had happened. It's where the starting point could be something wholly different, where maybe even perhaps the physics that bound your experience together would be changed in some way. Maybe even where the very stuff in the atmosphere of Earth or whatever plane you're being drawn towards isn't conducive to biological life. It might just eat it away into nothing. And you get this sense that could be true, and you see uh, a liquid kind of come in through the seams in the house. Anywhere there's a crack, it's spilling in to this house and dropping from the ceiling and a pooling here and there. So everybody needs to make a dodge roll. Mm. What? I didn't plan on dodging anything. <laughs> Excellent. There goes the dodge I need against this bear. 
succeeded. Yeah, I'm not even getting any close. Oh, I succeeded. You're just hyper focused, man. Let me go. Yep. See how. So yeah. Oh goodness. Doctor Call. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't the first time I've been attempted to be digested by another dimension. Yeah. Yeah, Can he use luck to to make it a uh, critical? That way he could get Monroe out of the way. No, you can't uh, buy a critical. But could Dr. Call buy a critical? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day when he ascends, yeah. So this caustic substance um, lands on you, Mr. Monroe, just right on your chest and and you take two points of damage. But you, you feel an immediate burning sensation, but not completely like burning. And you see there's like this hole in the fabric of your shirt, which vexes you. But when you go to brush this substance off, it's like your, the, the surface of your skin is slippery, almost like a soapy feeling when, you, when your fingers brush across it. And then your tip, the tips of your fingers burn a little bit as well. But unfortunately, taking the two points of damage is breaks you out of your focus state Mm -hmm. and uh you now are reacting to what's in the room including a you got this sense you see a big shadow of the bear that glover is facing some resurrected bear so if you'll give me a sanity roll okay this is where everything goes oh no (laughs) what yeah don't suppose i could you can't push sanity can no or use luck all right so yeah there we go. Dark Pharaoh coming out. We're all going to die. Oh, yeah. Went for the six on the sand loss. I got one. No, one is if you succeed. Six is if you fail. Oh, so Matt Sam. Jeez. Yeah. For the third time, <laughs> this. So that drops me down to 65. There's a part of me that would like to gloat about. And <laughs> yeah, that pushes me into a temporary state of insanity. But go ahead and make an intelligence roll for me. You might be able to protect your own mind no. if you're dumb enough. Unfortunately, Monroe is not an idiot. Nope. <laughs> no. So, yeah, we're all going to die here. Okay, let's see how long your madness will last. Six hours. Just ignore the information there. Yeah. Well, at your option, if you're not liking uh, your personas coming to the fore, you can always go to the random table and have something else occur, but it may be worse. It's no, that works. <laughs> personas, okay. So that's going to be six rounds, not six hours. My apologies. There's a, a part of me that I'd like to uh, gloat about a conversation me and Justin had a while back about how, uh, oh, what was it? Essentially, I was like, when it when it falls apart, it falls apart real quick for a character. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I have... I have all this sanity. I have all this luck. What could mm. possibly befall me? Mm. He, he didn't quite say it that way. Right. But he's not here right now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it my way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell him about the importance of making a stable of characters. That way you're not constantly throwing one character into the fire constantly. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Good old Dr. Call. Back in the saddle. All right, Whitmire, so... So the radio announcer that's giving you has heard from another room a rundown of the play-by-play in this uh, <laughs> in this cabin describes that Mr. Monroe is looking a little little it's looking a little insane right now. But what do you want to do? Hmm. Um, how far do we need to go for the uh, 
for the ritual? It's unknown. Yeah, right now we're just going until it's here. Uh, well, but you are closer than you were when you began. I can say that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're steadily getting farther away. We now have three of our five of us no longer helping. You're looking at it wrong. So we're I'm gonna have getting to closer. Rely something. on, on uh, either Doctor Andrews or uh, Glover to to take care of Monroe, because we shouldn't break the uh, break the chanting. So okay. I'll continue to chant, and uh, all the while thinking to myself that with Monroe out of the picture, now a deal with the gin is certain. <laughs> Success. That's. <laughs> Deduct a magic point. One more goes into the pool. I'll also teach him for not showing you the secrets of the mask. Yep. So, Detective Glover had shouted at you to bring that shotgun over there. Is that what you're going to do, Dr. Andrews? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just make sure I slide that window back down. Casually. Over, however. <laughs> yeah, I think your movement is, is such that you'd still have your action okay. left when you get over there. If you want to get into point blank range, yeah. Uh, if you if you have like a firing run, uh, line, then I'm not going to have fumbles hit other people. So if you get next to mm-hmm. Glover or you're in front of him, then you don't really have to worry about that. Yeah, I'll get generally next, next yeah. to him. Just okay. got to worry about the gun blowing up on you. Yes, yeah, or jamming something like that. Whatever happens. Yeah, you can move your token over there if you'd like, and take your shot. If it's point blank, then you get a bonus die. All right, shotgun. Bonus one. That's success. Nice. Roll for hit location. 18 damage. Left leg. I hate that. That it goes for the leg? Yeah. Same <laughs> happened with RuneQuest when I was running for these guys. They were shooting everyone in the left arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know legs and and the body is where like most of the probability lies. Because that makes up most of the human... Uh, well, it could be that you were trying to just shoot him in the center, but you hit down the more by part, the leg, yeah. and it's. Yeah. But basically, it it when you do the wound like that, it destroys or maims that part of the 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 entity you're shooting. So in this case, you mangle that left leg, you uh, blast it to non-usable pieces, and the bear so falls flat and cranes its head over to look at you, like offended, like maybe you stepped on his foot or something. Um, and it tries to to clamber upright, but slips again. So then it just sort of lunges over at you, Glover. How do you want to respond to that? Well, I guess a dodge, You can right? dodge or you can fight back uh, physically. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a grizzly. <laughs> you can dodge a bear. <laughs> uh, dodge is the easier of the two, right? Yeah. Well, it depends on your ratings. Uh, but well, you only have to match its, yeah. its uh, success level. Or or exceed with dodge. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nope. But you know it, it relies on its legs to put a lot of power and its swipes and swings and it just doesn't get a hold of you. You step back a little bit, no problem this time. But it's your turn, Glover. All right. Uh, let's go three, three shots into the bear. Oh, so you got yeah. three left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. Oh, so those that's without penalty. Um, right. Let me. Uh, Roll. Oh, sorry. oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I forgot that I'm point blank. Yeah. All right, so two hits and a miss. Hard and extreme. What is it? Uh, five damage on the hard success, 24 on the extreme. 
Okay, so the extreme one roll your hit location. All right. There they come. One anyway. Right leg. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're... How you're, much luck to re-roll the location? Could I spend one to re-roll once? I mean, I don't see why not if you want to spend it that way. Go ahead. Down to 55. My connection has been interrupted. Get out of here. I need to yeah. get at the... And I can't get at the hit location. Is there another way to roll the table? Um, Can you roll the table yeah, for me? Right. But I don't think I... So I got left leg again, which would transfer up into the abdomen by Battletech rules. Okay. If you want to go there. <laughs> yeah, we'll go ab abdomen. <laughs> yeah, so you you uh, blast it with that 45 of yours. Okay, so Monroe has entered a temporary bout of madness, and the persona that has grasped control for this round is Luis de Mendoza. So the last time this persona was in Monroe's head and aware of what was going on was when Monroe and Detective Glover had gone to meet with the younger Merriweather, and there you unexpectedly encountered Augustus Larkin. And the last time he was played, he seemed primarily concerned with his master because he had been wholly devoted to Larkin, as that was father's command, basically. So now De, Moza, De Mendoza comes to the fore again, and you find yourself standing at the northern point of a pentagram looking at some unholy ritual as evidenced by the sacrificed lamb, the corpse that's still lying there. But also, as you look around, you see two men apparently battling a bear uh, uh, while they rest chant. Go ahead. Uh, does De Mondoza's unique state, even though it might be non-existent for Monroe, him being possessed by uh, vampiric facts, fat slug, yeah. Would that play into any sort of like heightened perceptions or anything like that? Oh, you mean like where he might see um I'm what just, else is going on? Yeah, I'm just wondering like uh like to what extent would De Mendoza know about different rituals like cuz yeah. he was in the supernatural right, yeah. realm for hundreds of yeah. years. Well, you know as De Mendoza, you know there's there's sort of a a layer where your cultural conditioning makes you abhor whatever you're seeing there just on its anti-Christian Christian basis, right? But the layer that's most important the, where you're a, a larva of father, basically, is where this doesn't seem to have anything to do with father either. You're like, mm. you can detect that mm -hmm. in some way. Like, it doesn't seem... Double blasphemy. <laughs> right, yeah. So this is not for father. Uh, this is certainly not for the God of the Bible, so... Um, yeah, so you're acting as Luis de Mendoza for us, um, Brandon. So previously you were standing there, I presume, with either the De Vermis Mysterious open and reciting from it, or... No, um, I think we'd, uh, yeah, we'd practiced it beforehand. Everybody so had their own... So you were just own, doing it from memory, yeah, we, or you had a copied, page? Yeah. So yeah, in that case, your hands were free, and you you were just you're just standing there. What do you think... Uh, Mendoza does. Now you see people you recognize, Whitmire, um, Glover, and, uh, not Andrews, though I don't think at the point you were taken, Andrews wasn't in the scene yet. Mm -hmm. um, and then you don't realize that you're Mon Monroe yet. And how do I feel about Glover and Whitmire? 
Well, you were trying to get Larkin out of the room that they were. They had done something to him. He was wounded uh, on the floor. You you picked him up him. and tried to carry him out, right? Mm-hmm. So I think you had thought they had been. He had been stabbed or something by shot by these men. Didn't yeah, or one of the. He did try to grab a sword. Yeah, yeah, there was a sword in the room. I tried yeah. to grab. But as this is your second experience, you're understanding that something is going on. Like uh, these great lakes of blackness of nothing, and then here you are in wholly different situations. You know, something odd is going on. Yeah, so here, like, so that's what I was sort of thinking was at this point, like, the even though he had some, you know, he thought Whitmire and Glover were his enemies, now showing up in this place with the same people. And this weird thing going on. Um, now might be the time for him to start pleading with somebody for answers. Who are you going to plead with? Well, probably the first face I recognize, which would be Whitmire in this case. Yeah. But obviously, being thrust into a situation like this, I'd be in a full panic. So rush over and grab him and start screaming at him. Shaking to him. <laughs> tell me what's going on. Yeah. Do you go through the pentagram? Yeah, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't even be paying attention to that at this point. Yeah, just do, um, I wanted to pull up his character sheet, but let's do a, what's your dex for Dr. Andrews? Because I think he had around a 50 or 60 Mendoza 50. did. Yeah, th- so that'll be good. Just roll a dex roll out there for me. Okay. Mm. All right, so yeah, you, uh, the Mendoza inhabiting Monroe walks across the pentagram, uh, not really mindful of what's occurring to try to shake and get some answers out of Whitmire. Now, Whitmire, you can actually <clears throat> ignore that at this stage if you wish. It's just a buzzing from another room and your body being moved. You know, you're you're in the focal point. You can see the the stars wheeling outside the window. You're focused on the center of this room and you're chanting. You can see the pentagram is almost glowing. The substance that was used to draw draw it is gone and in its place is something liquid and shimmering. Um, but yeah, it's not your turn yet, but somebody's shaking you just so you know when it comes around to your turn. Hey, I'm probably not going to uh, respond to it. Uh, I rolled a luck roll to see if I could help Monroe, okay. but I didn't succeed. So so let's see what we got here for the gin. Okay, Dr. Edward Call will continue his chanting as well. He's not looking as happy as he was before after his brief break from the chanting, and he's seeing things going on elsewhere that indicate to him that things are not proceeding smoothly. But he has failed his constitution roll. Would you guys like him to push it? Yep. (laughs) Well, what happens on a failed push, though? Something bad. I think... Same thing that happens always on a failed (laughs) push. I, I don't know. Nothing bad enough has happened to break through his optimism yet. So, so think, you want to I think he yeah. would push. He needs, he needs a lesson? Okay. Well, yeah. no, I mean... I, oh, he, I, he I would be, think no, he that's would fair. use That's luck. fair, yeah. Yeah, he hasn't hit any sort... I'm, I'm agreeing with Brandon. He hasn't hit a wall. Everything kind of goes his way. Why wouldn't you yeah. just keep running full sprint, right? Like, like the, the, the true consequences probably haven't really... Yeah. I mean, it's a game to him. So. I understand that. All right, here's his push... Oh, and he that's continues why you push. unscathed. I am a wizard, I think. 
That's what I was born for. Call me Merlin. <laughs> All right, which does bring us to your turn, Whitmire. You, uh, like I said, are still completely focused. Will you continue the chant? You have 38 magic invested so far. Certainly there is some threshold to which you must cross to get this djinn to appear in the center. Yeah, so I mean, the somebody's shaking me and whatever's happening you know, behind me. Uh, I'm, I'm just completely zoned in on the chant. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and do your power roll. Extreme mm -hmm. success. Ooh, extreme. Brings us up to 40. All right, Dr. Andrews, you've just shotgunned a bear. <laughs> and it's still moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just lunged at Glover, but he, uh, you can see because of the damage done, it, the, physic the physical way that, the bear's body works was impeded by a shotgun and, and 45 round okay. slipped like its leg can't shot out from under it. Cause there was no, there was no mechanism there to actually work it. Um, well, I mean, I guess I'll shoot it again. Okay. Unless, is there a different solution that looks better to me? Um, yeah. At what point does, uh, this bear become helpless enough to drag it outside or ex or you completely dismember, yeah, so if you guys do a wound to it, I, I usually deduct a hit point, right? Okay. So once you've done enough, it, there'll just be too many pieces for any one of them to be a threat uh, against okay. you. However, since you are wounding and I do start to apply penalties, movement, speed reduction, that sort of thing. Okay. So uh, there are better ways you can think of if you had some accelerant. Uh, that's not great to do in the house, right? Right. But uh, Okay, well, I'll just I'll shoot again. Okay. Do the both barrels. I think it's a pump. It is. Can oh. you do multiple rounds with a pump, or is it single shot? Just single. I think anytime you have to work the action yourself, mm. they Make put it you single. down to one. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Hard success. Hard roll out a hit location. <laughs> <laughs> so it's down to two legs or one leg? Well, that's a, that's a paw. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess it could be a... I guess it could still walk on it, yeah. It should be... Was the leg, would that have been like the back leg? And this would be the yeah. front paw? Yeah, well, because there's a foot one too. Yeah. So you have to, yeah, this would be for the four paws. Hands would stay in for four paws. Just tip over now. Is this thing <laughs> nothing, doing? Nothing on its left side is left. Yeah, so you uh, just, as it's thrashing about trying to get at Glover at some point, when you finally let that blast go off, you know, you just see its paw explode <laughs> into a pink mist and... It always it whoever's controlling this thing it makes it contort its facial structure into a, like a mildly offended. Huh? <laughs> How could you? Um, but it um, will take one another swipe at Glover. There, you mm. want to try to dodge that again? Yeah, that's my best uh, way. Okay. Even though it's so low. Nope. Oh, fumble. Got any ideas for what happens when it fumbles, Chris? Mm. <laughs> it's swiping with its paw. Was, That's I, one good one, yeah. I was going to say it uh, rolls to the fire. <laughs> like the bed of coals. <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, but, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Its claws get stuck in the wood. Yeah, well, so it, it overbalances itself and falls backward into this bed of coals it had raked out of the fireplace to try mm. to set the place on fire. Uh, but they're just going out, luckily, for now. But they're still hot enough that 
it starts smoldering and and whatnot at its back. Uh, your turn, though, Glover. Uh, reload. Is right. that an action? Yeah. So you can also fire right after you reload if if you want. It's just at a penalty. Which is. But you can only fire one shot at a penalty. You would have a bonus okay. for point blank, so it would just be at the Negating. Uh, regular. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so load me with six, and I'll shoot one. Okay. Come on. Is that a fumble? No. I think you need 100 with the 45 okay. to have a malfunction, and then you don't fumble unless you roll 100 as well, since your skill is above 50. Oh, I'll also look back, take my eyes off the bear. How's that incense doing? Seems to be holding steady. You had noticed that as it was getting low, uh, the the greenish tinge cast by the sensor would just become a more normal burning orange glow from the coals inside. So is it kind of beginning to it, do that? It's or? still okay. pretty solid green for now. All right. All right, Mr. Monroe, let's see what persona has you this round. Louis de Mendoza again. <laughs> What's he do? So this, uh, so Whitmire stands before you, Mendoza just chanting. His eyes are glazed and unfocused. Yeah. And uh, you guys had trained him on the phonetic pronunciation in the Latin, right? So he's mm-hmm. speaking the Latin, which I believe Mendoza spoke. Yeah, he did. So you get this blasphemy and at this uh, call into a Nearlathotep and and Azathoth and, and gods that are not any that you worship. That's where you're at for his action. What do you want him to do? You do have a shotgun. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, and then I would have heard the the gunshots just now yeah. against this bear. And uh, so I want to look around for a weapon. And do you have your shotgun in your hand? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's I expect a, you probably had it propped on a table or I think that's were you holding right it while drinking. Me. I mean, I guess you could be if you really yeah. wanted to. It, it's the modern wizard staff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Especially in America. <laughs> yeah, there is a shotgun nearby. Yeah, I'll run over and grab the shotgun. All right, well, the spaces are such that you can grab and and fire it at a penalty if you'd like. Okay. What was Mendoza's skill? I don't know. I couldn't look it up. I think he was skilled with rifles, right? They were. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I figure he'd probably be pretty decent. All right. So, yeah, I'll run over and I'll grab that shotgun. And then what else? Um, well, I'm trying to figure out if he would see the open door. In the back? Wherever the bear broke in at. Yeah, yeah you probably saw it. Because okay. uh, Wallace has some sort of contraption. You know, he has a, an electric torch that he has in one hand, or however he's holding it now that you're shooting that shotgun. But you had a, a torch over there, so that well, that part of the room is well illuminated. Okay. Of course, you do see a door to the south there and multiple windows. Yeah. Is he going to try to go outside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that's what I'll try to do. Let me try to leave. Okay. Yeah, I think you can Does get they... to the door. By the I don't know. What time. do you think? Would I be upset enough about the ritual that I would want to start killing? Or would it be weird enough that I think I should get out of here until... Well, my thought is... Does he have a mythos or any sort of occult knowledge? Uh, he has some occult and some mythos. He was more of a pawn, though, unfortunately, yeah. so he didn't understand the wider implications. But the thing that I was thinking on his behalf is that in your last memory, you you seemed to think that some harm was being done to Larkin because he was harmed. You just didn't, you couldn't tell between who 
the combatants were who had done it. I don't think he ever arrived at that. But now you're in this location. Some of the same people. Larkin's gone. Who knows where? So maybe whatever this ritual re represents is some harm trying to be done to father, right? That could be one way of, of him thinking about it. Okay. But he also could just leave this place because these people are crazy oh. and you need to get back oh. to father. Yeah, That's why I was asking about occult or yeah. Cthulhu knowledge because it might, like he might have enough to grasp that leaving this area might be far worse than... Yeah. Yeah, so that's the next question is like, what if I look at the bear and see that this clearly shouldn't be... Right. Moving around and these people are fighting it. So what, you know, what would I think about that? Like, is this ritual to, to fight this, whatever is animating the bear or are they doing the evil thing here? Yeah. I guess the point is you controlling them as, uh, that we might get a, a different sort of action than if it were just me. But if you want some determiner, you could, we could roll a D100. And based off of how he's making that decision, because I don't have his whole character sheet, um, I would say for someone like him, his occult would probably be, let's put it at 40%. Mm. So maybe he might be able to draw some. Dec so mm -hmm. in that case, you fumbled it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he fumbled his knowledge of it. I'm going to say... That your mistaken understanding of this whole operation is harm to either father or Larkin. Okay. Yeah. Is is the plan here. Like right. uh you could say that he might recognize like Nartholotep and say it is a maybe it's a direct threat to father. Right. Yeah. All right. So then in that case then it, I'll fire at Whitmire, his being the face I recognize. Okay. Well let's put you back up to where you grab the gun. So same as like loading the weapon to ready and fire a weapon in the same round would make it fire at a penalty. I think Mendoza's dex was fairly high, so that is point blank. So it's just a regular roll at his skill. What is his skill? Dude, he was like a conquistador, right? right? Like a soldier. He like, was more skilled in the sword, and his mm. gun was the secondary one. So I'm thinking he was at sixty. He was at fifty, is 50. what we'll put him at. So uh, what's your skill with weapons? Brent? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Go ahead and just do it at the. You want a, a hard success? That's close enough, you know. Thirty, thirty-five, but no penalty or bonus. It might have even been forty in his case, for those guns that they had. So 72 is what your roll was. Yeah. So yeah, that shot. You have some minor issues with the action of a shotgun, how to get it going, right? Yeah, probably the I safety. Mean, yeah. And uh, and how how easy the trigger was to pull. So you, you didn't quite line it up right. And it blasts into the ground and uh, to no effect. Lucky for Whitmire. Woman continues her shrieking. The incense begins to flicker from green to a more orange light. Monroe's madness goes down around. It's the djinn's turn. Okay. All right, Dr. Call fancies himself a hero. Maybe not the greatest at figuring out what the greater good here is, but he sees an immediate threat with Monroe apparently trying to shoot Whitmire. <laughs> so he comes out of the situation. Let me see how wise he is in his assessment of Whitmire. Roll out his, or his assessment of Monroe. 
psychology here. <sighs> so yeah, he steps up, he grabs a hold of like Louis de Mendoza or the barrel or the hands or something, and he's like, Monroe, get a hold of yourself. You're going to disturb the ritual. Which brings us over to Whitmire. Okay, Whitmire, give me a spot hidden. Nope, I'm too engrossed in this ritual. Push it. You like to push it? Or use luck? Yeah, I'll push it. Let's see about a hundred. Ah, yes. Nice. Oh, push. <laughs> okay, so you notice with all the back and forth that Monroe has done over that symbol, as I described it from your perspective in the focus spot where you see the, not the whitewash paint, but the shimmering li liquid substance that makes up the pentagram, it has been disturbed at places where Monroe has walked over the pentagram. Do I think but I might turn. be able to fix it? Like, I guess what, uh, d does it look like something that I think I would be able to fix or, or <laughs> is this kind of outside my capabilities? Like it's, it's I mean, hard. you think potentially you could, you, uh, it was drawn with an occult role, but you can also use like art drawing, art <laughs> sketching, which you don't want to do. <laughs> You'll turn this symbol into something. Fast talk. Fast talk. It. Yeah, just enough to get by with the ritual. <laughs> but you also don't know what it means to be broken in, in places either. You you kind of miss some of the early discussion. That was part of, I suppose, coming in a little bit late as some things weren't reiterated that maybe should have been. But yeah, it's up to you. I mean, you can try it with a cult or or the drawing. Um, or you can try to draw somebody else's atten attention to it, or you can just keep chanting... Yeah, I'll, uh, best. I will, uh, call out for Dr. Andrews because, uh, like if at this point it did think it's enough that it's, I'm not so focused on and realizing that, uh, Monroe is, is the one who, uh, disturbed that mm. as I feel okay. that, uh, Dr. Andrews would probably be the most, uh, proficient at fixing it. That I'll call out to him that uh, Monroe's gone uh, wacky. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not in his right mind, and he's uh, he's uh, who would it be disturbed the uh, disturbed the the pentagram and the circle. Yeah, well, a simple communication like that does not necessarily break you out of your focus state. It just comes off to the listener as though you're detached, and it's sort of emotionless. So, you know, he's describing wall patterns to you yeah. is, is kind of how much would be in it. If you wish to continue to chant, you can actually break out of it and do more than just that simple communication. If you want to do something else, no, is you all, basically I'll, still have your action. Yeah. I'll continue the, the chant. I mean, is the, the show must go on. All right. Extreme success. Nice. Deduct another two magic points. We're now at 42. So yeah, Andrews, you had been distantly aware. You were just more focused on this the threat of this bear of something occurring, you know, more talking outside of just the ritual chanting. Mm -hmm. But it was not your primary focus. But anyhow, yeah, you have Whitmire addressing you. What would you like to do for your action? Yeah, so then I'll, I'll turn to look and see if what's going on back over there. <laughs> yeah, you see Dr. Colin and Monroe sort of struggling. Mm-hmm. Over a shotgun, basically. Okay. And then, is this bear damaged enough that I think Glover could probably handle it? 
It's a choice you have to make. Are you good with shotguns? Yeah. Well, as good as I am with the pistol. I'll give him my shotgun. Okay. And then I'll go over and I'll see if I can get a look at the pentagram. That's priority number one. Yeah. See if I think I can fix it. All right. So you have the art, skill, or cult. Yeah, I don't have art. But I'll try a cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push it. Or luck. Or luck. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to luck it. It's important. All right. So you find out what's wrong with it. Somehow, even though it was partially dried whitewash paint uh, the symbols had become obscured and scuffed up uh, it was like they were the paint was jellified at some point and his when monroe was striding across that he like scuffed it a little bit so it's about correcting that and you are able to do so with a little luck and your action okay so this bear's still thrashing around but for this turn it's reacting trying to keep itself from Catching a flame, which uh, give me a luck roll, Doctor Glover. Mm-hmm. Fifty. Nice. Do you want bear on fire or not on fire? Mm, you gotta leave <laughs> it up to me, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it can be good or bad. It's it, it just bursts a... into flames. Okay. <laughs> the smell of fur, yeah. burning fur, fills the room. Well, that old corp, you know, the the fur that had been sitting out in August heat for however long this bear was taken by the gin. Uh, goes up quite nicely. So yeah, the whole back of it's on fire and it stands or it's kind of like uh, using the two good limbs to look at you and it it has an expression contorted by whoever controls it to seem to convey look at this predicament I found myself in. Hmm. I'll kind of kind of nod. Yeah, I understand, man. Look, I'm in a similar situation. But it's your action. Then I'll raise my gun and put three in it. <laughs> Are you using the shotgun or? Uh, no. Okay. Um, not for this one. One extreme. Nice. Two success. Three success. So hit location for the extreme. Yeah. I can't see the third one yet. How much damage was on it? Six. There. Yeah. So just the extreme. Left arm. <laughs> Man. So it's like in the shoulder, right? Because uh, it's moving about, reacting to being on fire. And, uh, y- you know, you sever like some of the bone inside It's as the bullet passes through. It's internally uh, severed. So it's just hanging there loose, right? Yeah. Sort of flopping around, missing yeah. a paw. Um, uh, <laughs> can I still move or was three Yeah, shots you can move. All right. Move. I need to start going back towards the incense. Okay. Yeah, you can make it there in one round, I think. All right. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, cabin's uh, not very big. There we go. Yeah, so I'll move back over there, and I'll keep my eye on the uh, the bear. Okay. Yeah, it seems to now beginning begin to react more to the fire, but all of you guys see a shape sort of streak in the room past you. You can take a lunge at it if you wish, but it gets to about this couch, and you realize it's the corpse of a raccoon. Again, <laughs> missing its heart. Uh and it has a sly look on its face as it comes and perches on the edge of the couch. There, that's as far as it can make it in that round. But it passed by you. You can react to it if you want. Um, well, or he, Glover, in, I think. Yeah, sorry, you didn't move. The, yeah, Andrew's in the middle of the circle right now, isn't he? He's fixing a part of it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it passed by you, Glover. Is this kind of like what you might consider an attack of 
opportunity. So like just, if you wanted to reach out and grab it, you can't shoot it, but you can. It'd be like a fight back. Uh, yeah, sort of in a uh, way. I don't necessarily want to grab it. Could I just kick it, like try yeah. to punt it back? Yeah. yeah, still hit the fighting back one. No. Let's see what it does. It'll try to crawl up on you, but uh, I think it's virtually impossible for that to occur, but it could get lucky. No. No. So yeah, it it, it tried to grab a hold of your boot as you level level a kick at it and but it it was not able to yeah so i'm figuring i'm getting the picture that this is like when dogs like smaller dogs get underfoot so yeah. i was trying to move it came running in i kicked at it out of instinct and now we're i'm kind of stumbling towards the the incense oh mendoza again no so brandon as mendoza calls grasp on your shotgun was not really to effect yet he was mostly just trying to talk to Monroe, is, mm-hmm. is the name he used. What does Mendoza do? Got a high brawl, right? Because you're a sword fighter? Same. Skill. You can shoot him, too, if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. Well, no, I will. I'll try to f- like regain full control of my shotgun. Okay. Yeah, so you have a like, bonus like die. Kick him off of me or, or fling him away or something. Oh, you just want to push him away? Yeah, well, I got to get... Only my hands on this so I can figure out what is weird about it that made okay. me miss. His yeah. brawl was around 60 or 65, I think. If yours is close to that, you can use Dr. Andrews. Yeah, mine's 69. Sheet. Okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. Still a failure. Yeah, he's, he's just trying to... He's using a different body. <laughs> so That is true. Yeah. He goes to swing, but he has Monroe's muscles. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, for Call's part, as you try to push him away, he's just—he was pretty good at getting that uh, momentum, the force to be transferred elsewhere, and it kind of rolls off of him. He was okay. a pugilist in addition. Yeah, to I was going to say, car driver. I was going to say, you know, back in college, I was known as the, you know, the top wrestler on my team. You fool, Monroe. He <laughs> <laughs> still got his hand on the the stock, but now he's waving a finger in Monroe's face. How about you? <laughs> yeah, because I actually think I wouldn't be able to shoot him because I, I don't think he'd understand the pump. Well, he's right. lived to the modern era. Oh, yeah, he's okay. probably seen a shotgun. I was just okay. maybe he hasn't fired one yet. I was explaining why you missed that time, but it's okay. Just trying to push him away since he's not actively chanting. You know, you could make an argument that Monroe might see Whitmire as more of the person who needs to stop. As the evil sorcerer of this whole ritual. Yeah. Okay, the incense flickers. Monroe's madness getting closer to ending. It is kind of funny that Monroe being possessed by a dead Spaniard conquistador is the better outcome. (laughs) (laughs) Than Monroe actually being, or any other one. Almost. Except maybe Whitmire. Whitmire would be a good one. Because Whitmire might see the other Whitmire and then begin conspiring <laughs> amongst the Whitmires. All right, so Dr. Call's had enough, and he's going to wrest the shotgun from De Mendoza's hands, and uh, he will use a fighting maneuver to do so. How does Mendoza respond to that? You can you can dodge, or you can do some other effect. Dodge. You can't shoot, though. Just, yeah, he would use brawl. Yeah. Just like punch him in the face in yeah, response or that's something. That's what he'd shoot for you. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and do his brawl again. Dive, dip, duck, dodge. Hmm. Dodge. Please call. 
You can't mess with Cole. What is he kidding? He takes that shotgun out of Mendoza's hand. He's it's like it's like Denzel Washington in the Equalizer. So yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> the steely gaze. This that is not realistic. I'm getting suspicious that Doctor Call yeah. is actually Cthulhu somebody. Uh-huh. Avatar or something. Yeah. You imagine how big his head's gonna get after that, dude. <laughs> he is single-handedly He's, finishing this. We got to make sure he doesn't survive. He's Nartholotep. Yeah. Because he takes many forms. So yeah, he uh, he picks. So basically, he's grabbed it by the stock out of Mendoza's hands. He's holding it behind him, kind of like you'd hold something away from a kid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still like, "Hey, get a hold of yourself, Monroe." That's very so, unseemly. Whitmire, still in that that beautiful focus with the stars wheeling outside the windows. Part of me is actually hoping that the gin shows up in the middle of the circle as we're all <laughs> clustered in there yeah so i'm gonna keep going death for everyone i ain't in the middle of that circle all right let's <laughs> see the power roll i figure success. Um, nice. nice i figure monroe's one magic point basically treated uh glover like a, a kindergartner like no step beyond this <laughs> you die and so yeah. glover's <laughs> taking that to heart especially now that everything's hit the fan andrews you think you've corrected the problem with the with the circle, you're a little bit leery at watching these men struggle over the shotgun because, as you, you know, you're looking at their feet step this way and that and just narrowly avoiding this mm-hmm. line or that line. And as you look at it, you know, there's something, it's like, it's like the heat where a wax that had been, or the, sorry, not the heat, but the paint where a wax that had been melted somehow. So it's sort of bubbling and liquid there, but, uh, it is your action. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just from looking at it, seems like Dr. Calls straightened out Monroe or at least got the weapon away from him. Like the next threat is this stupid raccoon. <laughs> and the open door, like, because so my idea is to use my brawl to grab the raccoon. Okay. And run over and throw it out the door. Okay. And then close the door. Now, do I need to cast a spell to be able to have that much action? Mm. Oh, you want to do it all in one go? Yeah, because I got to get that door closed. Yeah. Um, but I also got to get the raccoon out. Yes. Yeah, you would need that to do all of that in one. Uh, just for the movement part mostly, though. Mm-hmm. And grabbing the thing and the, do- the door manipulation. Yeah. yeah. You would need some more actions to do it all at once. All right. Then in that case, I will manipulate the strands of time. What's your investment into it? Uh, I think I can do it in one round. You think so? Something okay. could go wrong, though. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do the one round. I hear the $6 million man sound. Okay, the so. one magic and the one sanity. <laughs> so, yeah, deduct one MP, one san, and then you get your double action and your movement speed and decks are increased. But you got to grab a hold of this thing, which is where the difficulty comes in. Um, and you can do so with a successful fighting brawl roll. Yeah, does the better dex help with that? Um, does dex go into... Not not in the sense, like, directly your skill. It, it would help, like, with when you act and whatnot. But that's um, that's not how skills are really formulated in this game. Okay, so I need a brawl. Yep, but what does help is any attempt to not be overcome by what you do is that penalty for the raccoon because of your huge difference in size right mm. okay 
So like if you fight a child and it chooses not to resist you, you're probably going to get a hold of it. Mm. That's basically <laughs> the idea. All right. So grab that thing with my brawl. Mm. Well, it's not a fumble. Raccoon could get lucky. Is your size a negative one? Is that right? Yeah. Your build, I mean. So yeah, it seeks to scramble up your arm. Uh, <laughs> what expression is it wearing while it's doing this? <laughs> it's it's um, that sly expression I described it as having when it's coming coming in. It sees some opportunity that you're not quite aware of, but in this case, uh, since you're both doing this brawl roll against each other. Um, and you tied up by just regular failure, the success will go to you, meaning you grab a hold of this thing, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, it's in your hand. Okay. And then you want to march it over to the door, cast yeah. it out, and close the door? Yep. Okay. Yep, I want to go over that table around the bear. That's on fire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Toss it out and close the door. Okay. We honestly should have nailed a bunch of this stuff shut. With us well, inside. That's it. what I'm going to be worrying, working on next. Okay. So that bear was trying to put itself out now, but it's resigned its fate to just being engulfed by flame. And so the flames are licking up its back, and it's it has a crown of fire on the top of its head, and its ears are smoldering away. Um, but it's just trying to scramble towards you, right? It was actually knocked back a little bit. Its movement is severely reduced, and it only gets just like a little bit closer. Not quite close enough to reach you, Dr. Andrews, which brings us over to Glover. All right. Um, so, yeah, you saw <laughs> Andrews uh, grab a hold of that raccoon and go to the door, throw it out in that thing you had seen in the field earlier where he seemed to be moving like at double speed, you know. <laughs> Plus there's that odd sound effect. So is it an action for me to slide Andrew's shotgun his direction? Um, to kick it back his way? Yeah, like just slide it across the ground his way. You know what, I'll say if you succeed on a dex roll, you can still take another action. All right, let's give it a try. Uh, so if I fail, am I locked in? It's just going to cost your action. Yeah, well, am I locked into choosing or am I my choice already made? Yeah, it'll be, you'll have to take the risk in order for the roll to count. So this means you'll be committed uh, to sliding the shotgun to him if you decide to roll that way. Let me see how that incense is looking. It's not looking. Nope, I'll uh, go for the incense. <clears throat> it's okay, I still got my knife. And my mitts. So I pull out a pinch of that nice. glun fluid infused incense and get the uh, remaining coals in the sense. Works pretty good. Yeah. I'll get to you next round, Brandon. You hear a curse, uh, you know, forced through a small creature's vocal cords <laughs> from outside the door. Uh, Monroe, still mad. Who's got a hold of him? Lewis de Mendoza, how is this possible? The only is thing your, on uh, the chart? Maybe my table yeah, is me yeah. messed up. It's all going to be Lewis de Mendoza every, in like a 1% chance of somebody else. Seven. Roll it five times that. in a row right now. They're Let's see waiting. how many it comes up. Let's see. Well, I want to stick with it. If it is really happening that way, then that's... Yep, there's, there's Whitmire okay, right yeah. in the next one. All right. Well, I guess we'll use Whitmire in the next round, but... Mendoza's up for this round, so carry on with Mendoza's plan. You've been bested by a man. He's okay, taking he's, a shotgun from you. How late are we going today? Yeah, we'll stop as soon as this right. round's done. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so he took the gun away. Now I got to get out of here. I'm going to run to the door. Okay. You can run and get through the door without issue. So you're just outside, basically, right on the step. On the porch there. Yep. Okay. What do I see out there? So you see two cars. You see the roof of one of them has been caved in a bit, and the front windshield is... Well, I didn't didn't scrap it that way. So it's just the roof, the metal roof of one of the cars. Whitmire's car has been caved in, (laughs) uh, and you see some... uh, some unusual holes have been bored through it in places, but that's where you are for that turn. Okay, beginning of the new round. Let's going to have to call it there, though. Uh, we'll hopefully get to the conclusion of it next time. Certainly, we will. How could we? Well, it was the penultimate penultimate. <laughs> yeah. What do you call the penultimate of the penultimate? Oh, dang. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening.